you. Raiders football is less than five hours away here on AM 830, KLAA, Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos, you'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management. Hi, this is Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota, and if you're looking for an easy, hassle-free way to buy a car, South Bay Toyota is the place for you. Simply pick the vehicle of your choice, receive your price up front, and you're driving home. It's that easy at South Bay Toyota, located at the 405 Freeway and Western Avenue. Racing fans, Santa Anita's Classic Meet is underway, and there has never been a better time to experience world-class racing and so much more at the Great Race Place, including a wide variety of dining experiences, along with trackside promotions that include dynamic food and beverage offerings, and of course, our infield family fun zone, all at the foot of the majestic San Gabriel Mountains in Arcadia. Saturday is the last day of the year, so don't miss out on our New Year's Eve and New Year's Day brunch in the Front Runner, where you can enjoy glass enclosed comfort with an individual tabletop TV monitor while you enjoy spectacular views and our specially curated buffet. That's on both Saturday and Sunday in the Front Runner restaurant, high atop the grandstand. Fans, don't forget, it's never too late to join the fun and play in our $7,500 online survivor. It's free to enter and play. Just select one horse a day. You can play for free at SantaAnita.com slash contest. Please note, first post time on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, and on through Sunday, January 8th, is at 12 noon. Thoroughbred owners and breeders, if you're looking for a full-service, professionally managed facility right here in Southern California, look no further than George Yeager's BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hemet. From conception to starting gate, from breeding, mare care and foaling, to racetrack preparation, and state-of-the-art rehabilitative care, BG Thoroughbred Farm is the place for you. Owned by George Yeager and managed by Marcos Menavar, BG Thoroughbred Farm is located atop 51 acres of prime sandy loam and is just 90 minutes from Santa Anita, Del Mar, and Los Alamitos. With a 5-8 mile training track that includes a starting gate, BG has 28 pastures with year-round grass, along with a layup barn that includes run-out pins and numerous sand pins for turnouts that'll keep your horse safe and ready to return to racing. For more information or to schedule a tour, visit bgthoroughbredfarm.com or give Marcos Menavar a call at 951-654-9100 BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hammett. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cowbred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cowbreds. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred. 
Hey everybody, if you've got plumbing needs, commercial or residential, give my good friends at Western Rooter a call. Family owned and here to help, Western Rooter does it all and does it better 24-7. From clogged drains to complete copper repipes to water heaters, conventional and tankless, Western Rooter is here to help and will solve whatever issues you may have on time and under budget. Western Rooter, serving the Arcadia, Pasadena and greater LA area for more than three decades. Call now at 626 6455 mention thoroughbred la radio and save 10 percent off your total invoice western rooter the best in the west from golden gate to santa anita to del mar and everywhere racing is conducted in california bruce finkelstein's bet on bruce has you covered full card selections available every racing day at betonbruce.com Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. There they go. O'Hara lost the rider. Native Diver is going to the front. Gamely and Rising Market nose and nose. And Gamely is the winner by a nose rising. Hosted by Mike Wilman. Thoroughbred LA is brought to you by spectacular Santa Anita Park. Proud host of the Breeders' Cup World Championships in November. By Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Take it from top jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota of Orange. South Bay Toyota and Villa Ford of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hemet. Come see us and check out our stallion roster for 2023. Visit our website or schedule an in-person farm tour with Marcos Menavar. By Sammy's Original Off-Track Wagering, where the 5 and the 405 collide at Lake Forest Drive. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. Catch a cowbred and experience that golden feeling. By the Ragged and Sheets, the number one choice of top jockey agents, trainers, and players like you nationwide. By Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Beat the heat and get into Sunset Suites. By Bruce Finkelstein, BetOnBruce.com. By the all-new Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call Mary Jungers and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. And by Western Rooter, the best in the West. And now, here's Mike Wilman. Thank you, Leilana Mabri, and a very pleasant good morning, everybody. Happy New Year, wherever you may be, and we're glad you're listening to us. A lot to talk about this morning, and of course, some great racing at Santa Anita, uh, including a record-breaking opener this past Monday, the day after Christmas. But first things first, folks, uh, in case you haven't heard, uh, racing for today has been canceled 
at Santa Anita due to uh, a whole lot of rainfall uh, late in the day yesterday and then overnight. Uh, we've got a big day scheduled for tomorrow, and Dennis Moore and his crew, uh, they're, they're going to take the time uh, given them now and have things ready for racing tomorrow. A Big Ten race card uh, tomorrow at Santa Anita Park. And, uh, you know, we've got the, the Monday uh, specials with $1 beers, uh, $1 sodas, and $2 hot dogs, so a lot to look forward to. Six out of the ten races tomorrow are on the grass, and that includes our main event, which is front-loaded. Tomorrow's Grade 3 La Cienegas at about six and a half furlongs off the hillside turf course, and we've got a field of eight in prospect there. Amy C., a sharp recent winner for Phil D'Amato, is the narrow 5-2 to two choice on the morning line, and Phil's got three in there. His Lady Edith, the second choice, uh, at 3-1. to one. Uh, We mentioned opening day. Uh, a tremendous on-track crowd. If you were there, you know it. Uh, 41,446. I'm told it got so busy uh, at one point late in the afternoon uh, they, they had to open the gates up in a couple of spots. I mean, a tremendous crowd. It just seems when Christmas falls on Sunday, everybody's got that Monday off. And I personally don't ever remember more idyllic weather conditions than we had uh, this past Monday at Santa Anita Park. You know, we've had clear skies, but it's usually pretty darn cold. That was not the case. Uh, just an absolutely gorgeous afternoon with temperatures in the low 70s and uh, that on-track uh, attendance again uh, of 45, make it uh, 41,446. Uh, that was our biggest opening day crowd since 2016. And uh, the opening day handle, 26.3 million. That was an all-time record opening day handle uh, at Santa Anita Park. Now, along with that, I know a lot of people out there listening right now are saying, yeah, what about the long lines? Uh, hey, we got to readily acknowledge that and categorize, categorize those as uh, uh, something beyond issues, which is kind of corporate speak. No, it, it was serious. The lines were way, way, way too long. A lot of factors here. It's always tough to run a big crew on opening day. And in this day and age, folks, and I hate to make excuses, but the fact is we just don't run big crews anymore. That's a fact. Uh, the, the, the whole business model has changed, and you can take it to Del Mar up here as well and around the country. Uh, that said, the lines operationally for a lot of different things were way too long. We, we readily acknowledge that. And we got to do better. And certainly you think about the 40th running of the Breeders' Cup World Championships at Santa Anita next November. And uh, we, we need to be ready, and, and we will be. Uh, let's talk about yesterday a little bit, uh, uh, some big, big performances as well. Uh, in race one, it was Air Force Red uh, with Juan Hernandez. Gate-to-wire speed, uh, really an important commodity uh, on the grass. That was at about six and a half down the hill. And uh, according to our line maker, John White, uh, Air Force Red got a 99 buyer. The third race, we pay tribute to the memory of the, the late Hall of Fame tra uh, trainer Bobby Frankel with the grade three Robert J. Frankel. Uh, Phillies and Mares at a mile and one eighth, and it was Queen Goddess uh, for Michael McCarthy. And Queen Goddess, uh, ridden by Johnny Velasquez, got a 93 buyer speed figure. Uh, incidentally, I don't know if I mentioned Air Force Red, conditioned by Leonard Powell, without a doubt the best year of his training career. And, uh, you know, Leonard was asked uh, after the race, how many stakes wins for you this year? And his immediate response, and he was genuine, I don't know, I look forward, not back. But there's no doubt 
2022, the best year of Leonard's career, and it's through a lot, a lot of hard work and great horsemanship. And then late in the day, race eight of nine on the main track, it was the Las Flores, uh, 100,000 up for grabs, Lady TV for uh, Tina and Jerry Moss, trained by John Sheriffs, from way off the pace uh, under Victor Espinosa, returning 680 to win. She got a 77 buyer speed figure. Back to race one, Air Force Red, Eclipse Thoroughbred Partners, uh, uh, co-owners along with Holly Go Lightly, and Aaron Wellman, who heads up Eclipse. Just an absolute class act, folks. And uh, in the post-race interview, he, he acknowledged the passing of, of a very special person. Anybody who has known Eddie and Juanita Delahousse over the years knows that they've had a very special daughter that they've had to attend to uh, throughout her her precious life, uh, and, and that's Mandy, Mandy Lynn. And Mandy, unfortunately, after a, a series of lengthy, very serious illnesses, she succumbed uh, at age 47 in Lafayette, Louisiana, at a medical center. And uh, Aaron said some really nice things about dedicating uh, that win uh, to the memory of Mandy, and he, and he talked about the fact that, uh, you know, Eddie D. rode so many great races down that hill, and he surely did. And uh, just a race of Bill sent me uh, an incredible obituary that that is posted online, and uh, I, I want to read from it right now because I, I personally want to dedicate this show to, to Mandy Lynn Delahousse, the entire Eddie Delahousse family. I want to recognize Eddie's sister, Roseanne, uh, who basically has dedicated her life to the the nurturing of her niece Mandy, uh, and again she passed this past uh, Friday at age 47. Uh, here is part of what, and, and I got to believe that uh, Juanita had a big big hand in the obituary. It says Mandy was an angel sent from God to us. Uh, to show the world through her precious, innocent eyes, uh, you know, and, and it, just the emotion there. And Juanita says they would ask her, Mandy, you bet, who you betting on? And her immediate response would be with a big smile, Eddie D, with an exclamation point, and says that she loved to watch her daddy ride his races. She loved to bowl. Mandy loved Cajun dance. She loved country music and chocolate chip cookies. Mandy could have eaten shrimp every which way, every meal, every day. Mandy loved Christmas and Halloween and anything that involved cake. Mandy loved Lucy, Golden Girls, Little House on the Prairie, and last but not least, everybody loves Raymond. Mandy, you will be missed by all uh, all who knew you, and uh, we were blessed to, to, to see you smile. Rings on her fingers, bells on her toes. She shall have music wherever she goes. And then in the obit, they, they uh, have special acknowledgement to uh, Mandy's, uh, her aunt, nanny, and uh, second mama, Roseanne Delahousse, along with warm thanks to Dot Sibyl for her, quote, help and love. So I just wanted to get that out there. Yes, it's personal, but... Uh, these are special, special people, and uh, you know our, our hearts and prayers and and just heartfelt sympathies go out to the the Eddie Delahousse family. Let's get back to Saratoga Springs and check in with a good friend, top handicapper Jonathan Hardoon of the Rags and Sheets. John, we're dark today at San Anita, but boy, we got a terrific card tomorrow. Great to have you with us. Happy new Happy New Year to you, my friend. Thanks, Mike. Happy New Year to you and all the listeners as well. And uh, obviously, condolences to the Delahousse family. <laughs> it's very sad. And 
it's tough. It's a tough world we live in, and it's, you know, life is tough, but you have to go on, and uh, she lived a terrific life, and she was obviously well taken care of, so. A hundred percent. A hundred percent, John. I want to just pass this along, too. Something Eddie D. sent to me on, on Friday, and obviously it's tough, but you look at the bright side, there'll be no more suffering, John, you know. And he says, uh, Eddie was telling me, Mandy's now free from being a handicapped person. She's with God where, where she'll be normal. But as you know, she was always normal to, to all of us. And that was the big key. They, right. they just went out of their way to include her coming to the races whenever she was able. Mandy was Mandy, and everybody at the track was glad to see her when she was able to make it out. A shining light. Yep. No question, Mike. Listen, they would dealt a tough end, but they currently played it as good as you could play. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well uh, by the way, you're right about tomorrow's Santa Anita card. It's a terrific card, full field. I mean, the first three days, the first day was unbelievable, 41,000 for opening day. You don't see that at a racetrack anymore unless it's Breeders' Cup Day or, or, or you yeah. know, the, the, the Derby. It's just unbelievable to get 41,000. Uh, Santa Anita should be very proud. And great uh, performances. Great performances. Yeah, and, and the card went, the card went on without a blemish. It was just perfect. Yeah. It was really a perfect. If you could order a card and have uh, a, a day like that, then they certainly delivered and terrific job. Today, there's nothing you could do, Mike. The, the range came, and that's it. But tomorrow, yeah. they'll make up for it. And by the way, hats off to the race office. Yesterday, they did a terrific thing. They moved post time up. And yes, it's sir. Amazing. It made it till a minute or so before the last race, and then the range came down. They did a terrific thing in the race office by moving post time up, and that certainly helped. No doubt about it. They're proactive. We're going to have Chris Mers on top of the next hour. Then we've got Mark Glatt right after him. I'm looking forward to talking to Mark. John, he's got three horses in a row in races six, seven, and eight. I think the biggest price is three to one. They're all alive, and I'm anxious to talk to him. Back to opening day. You know, Taba was the marquee horse. Uh, he made his case for an Eclipse Award. He dominated with Mike Smith, Bob Baffert, and Zadon Racing in, in the Run Happy Malibu. He won off by four and a quarter. The Eclipse thing, it, it's in the hands of the voters now. Obviously, Epicenter did a lot for Steve Asmussen. And uh, I'm, I'm going to step aside on it. I don't get a vote anyway, but uh, it, it, it could be head and head. I'd still make Epicenter the favorite, but Taba, a huge effort on opening day, and boy, was it great to have him in the mix. Yeah, they were the best two, three, they were the two of the best three-year-olds this year, no question about it. I give a slight edge to Epicenter like you do, Mike. Uh, you know, I just think his overall body of work was, was really complete. I think he finished uh, off the board once uh, in, in his whole career, so... He deserves it, uh, but take nothing away from Tabe. He was great on Monday. You know, he delivered, and uh, people thought, well, it's a young, it's a three-year-old against all the horses, every excuse in the book, but uh, he showed that he's a real horse and uh, good for him, and I guess he's headed to uh, uh, across the world for his next race, I guess, in the $20 million uh, Saudi Cup or yeah. wherever they're going. And uh, as long as he avoids... Uh, the Pegasus, I'm happy. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be Cyberknife's last dance. I was going to ask yeah. you about him. And we can't mention country grammar without, uh, you know, Frankie DeTore and his agent, Ron Anderson. 
He came in with a lot of buzz and everything. There were some skeptics. I might have been among them. Hey, this chalk hadn't been riding that much. He might be a little rusty. Yeah, right. Three wins on opening day. What about Juan Hernandez? Four wins, three stakes, two of them grade one. And, of course, the the white-haired guy from Nogales, Arizona, had five wins on the 11-race opening day card, Bob Baffert. Unreal. Yeah, and Juan Hernandez sent notice to Pratt and to all the Thank other you. guys that are spending the winter here. Uh, guess what? I'm still here, guys, and uh, it should knock me off the throne because at this point I'm riding as good as any of you, and he's right. Uh, this colony right now is stacked, to put it mildly, John. Well, listen, uh, we, we talked a little bit about the weather here. I understand they have standing water on the racetrack, the Tapita, up at Golden Gate Fields. I, I talked to Steve Speck up there this morning, John. It has really some kind of rained up there in that area. A lot of flooding. Uh, they have canceled racing again today at Golden Gate Fields. But what are things like in New York? Well, they were forced to cancel yesterday, Mike, because the fog was so bad you couldn't see literally three feet in front of you. So they ran a few races, and then they called it a day. Today it's beautiful. The track will be off uh, because of all the rain they had the last few days. But the weather is nice. It's almost going to hit 50 today. The skies are blue. No rain. So we have a nice uh, nice weather-wise card, that's for sure, at Acrobat. Okay, and uh, who are you going to go to in hour one for a selection? Let's go to the race five, Mike. Six furlongs on the main track, and I like the number two horse in here, Oh Trouble. This is a six-year-old gelding from the Antonio Arrega barn. Jose Gomez aboard to ride. First at three to one in the morning line. Gets late from the rest of this field. Number two, Oh Trouble. Wins today's fifth race uh, out at Aqueduct. Okay, and John, uh, looking forward to having you back for, uh, you know, on the back end of the show. And talk about uh, tomorrow's card at Santa Anita with your West Coast selection. But first of all, tell us what is at J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com as we wade into 2023. Well, today we have Up, Oakland, and Gulfstream selections. Obviously, Santa Anita uh, canceled, but uh, everything will be up for tomorrow. New York doesn't run. I think only Santa Anita runs, so that's good. It's the only game in town. Right. And, John, uh, once again, want to reiterate uh, your radio selection here. Fifth race at Aqueduct, going to be number two, O Trouble. Kind of an Irish spelling there with uh, the apostrophe after, after O. Post time for race five at Aqueduct, 216 Eastern time. John, always a pleasure, and uh, looking forward to getting you back one more time here toward the back end of the show. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe and be well. You do the same. And uh, now we're going to get to Louisville, Kentucky. I don't see him on the screen. Are we good with Ron? We are not good with Ron. No. You can talk to me. It's okay, Jake. You don't have to be shy. But anyway, we're trying to reach Ron Flatter. He advised uh, early last evening, he said that uh, he might have a little battle fatigue from New Year's Eve. I Personally, I've kind of outgrown that sort of thing, and it's just out of necessity. I need to work and... Uh, don't want to be miserable doing it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we'll, we'll try Ron once again. We've got him. The one and only Ron Flatter on behalf of Horse Racing Nation and so much more. Ron, good morning. Hope you're well. I don't know if the blinkers are on or not. But how about the college football yesterday and last night? Absolutely unreal. Yeah, and uh, good to bet on the underdogs, right? Because uh... – Ohio State didn't win, but it covered. Oh, yeah. And TCU certainly did that outright. So, you know, if you had TCU, I think at one point during the season, you could have gotten TCU at 250 to 1 right. to win the college championship. <laughs> and now they're 60 minutes away. 
right there at your Hollywood Park yeah, next Monday. They're playing so, at Hollywood I mean, Park a week from tomorrow. Yeah. I understand they're a 13-and-a-half-point dog already to the Bulldogs. And by the way, if you couldn't get them at 250 to 1, you can still get them at plus 425, so a little more than 4 to 1 yeah. to win the championship. So in a two horse race, not a bad deal. So, you know, hook them frogs. Uh, all I can say. <laughs> yeah, right, hook them frogs. And by the way, you know, Bodie Baffert is now attending TCU. So, so Bob Baffert, he br- seems to bring the good fortune wherever he's involved, you know? <laughs> How about that? There you go. There you go. So maybe if we're looking for tickets. Uh, <laughs> well, forget team. it. Forget about yeah. it. But <laughs> listen, back to Georgia. I, I don't know. I didn't see all their games. But I got to believe that was probably about as bad a football game as they played all year. Stetson Bennett was not good a lot. But they found a way against a really good Ohio State team. It took the guy shanking a 50-yard field goal attempt at the end for them to win it. But they won it. And they did not play well. Right, and I think we have to, as we look forward to next Monday, we have to look at the two defenses for these two teams and how they performed or didn't. Now, here's the thing I look at. In the TCU game, it was 16-3 to at halftime, and the defense scored a touchdown for TCU. So that's, a, that's something I'm going to look at and go, okay, this was you look at the rust that both teams would have had in some way, from being off so long from their uh, conference championship games or their season finales until yesterday. Well, now they've got that game into them. It's almost like, you know, that, that first workout back. So here here they're going to be, you think they're going to be better next Monday? I'm trying to figure out who's going to be better on defense before I go ahead and make my play. The way the number is set up at 13 and a half, I mean, they're just, you, you need to you need to take TCU or, and take the number, or you just sit back and enjoy the game. I don't know that I would lay thirteen and a half with the Georgia team that you're referring to for the reasons that you outlined. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm a big believer. The more I see of this guy Kirby Smart, I, I'll tell you what. I think he's a truly great coach. I think Georgia rebounds, and they are going to be absolutely really tough. You know, what would you have said if the field goal was good? I would have said it was very unfortunate Stetson Bennett chose the final game there to, to not have a good game. Everybody well, talked about okay, the fact okay. he's he's been money, you know, in the big games for so long. Is he eligible for Social Security yet? I don't know. But anyway, uh, <laughs> by the way, I never really got a clear look at the replay of that kick. Did did the kid kind of hit the grass first with that? It was so bad. It was It was sad. You know, I was trying to see if somebody got a hand on it, but it looked like Blair Walsh to it was that made his return into uh, yeah. into our prominence. So, you know, remember what Conan O'Brien said at the NFL Honors the uh, two weeks after Blair Walsh missed that field goal. I don't. He says Blair Walsh was supposed to be here, but when he came to walk in the door, he missed it by ten feet. Oh man! <laughs> oh, God. Oh, nice that's Conan. that's rough, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is rough. Well, listen, Ron. Uh, let, let's get to it. First of all, what's what's new at Horse Racing Nation? Uh, the year, uh, among other things, but we've been doing a lot of year-ender stuff, and uh, you know, I, uh, Brian Tipsy has his uh, uh, favorite races of 2022. I also have a piece today. Do not bet. Do not bet on the winter book favorite. Remember we used to say winter book favorite for the Kentucky Derby, and then it kind of morphed into the futures favorite and all that. Right. And so we take that to mean who's the favorite on New Year's Day. At this time last year, Corniche was the Derby favorite. Mm-hmm. 
on New Year's Day. Didn't even get to the gate. About yeah. half of those since 1980 don't even get to the gate. And the only New Year's Day favorite since 1980 to win the Kentucky Derby was Street Sense in 2007. That's it. That's the list. And Spectacular Bid in 79 was the last before that to do it. So right now you're looking at Forte and you're looking at Arabian Night. Those are the two favorites huh. in Las Vegas right now. Forte, of course, the Breeders' Cup winner and Arabian Night, the great debut winner for Baffert. Uh, first out uh, at, on Breeders' Cup Saturday, they're both. One of the, I think Forte is nine to one now. It's something like that. Would you take nine to one on a horse for the Derby this far out? No, I wouldn't take it a month out. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and so that's what you're looking at. Ten to one for Arabian Night at, at Caesars. Nine to one for Forte at Circa. And so I did a story on that, and it just you know everybody wants to say, oh, you know, this is the one, this is the one, this is the one. Uh, they don't tend to be the one, not on New Year's Day. Hey, Ron, before I get your your best bet anywhere, uh, I want to make sure I get word out. Santa Anita, we're closed for live racing, but we are open for simulcast uh, today. You know, nationwide. So let everybody know that in the area, you can come out to Santa Anita and bet on races uh, around the country. And again, we are open tomorrow. Got a terrific ten race card, six of them on the grass, and we'll tee it up at twelve noon, Ron, at Santa Anita uh, through next Sunday. Then we're going to go to a twelve. 30 start but let's get to you and see where you're going anywhere with the best bet for radio ron flatter all right well i'm going to take you to seattle the bluest skies you've ever seen are in and the uh, seahawks are getting the point and a half against the jets at 105 your time today i like the seahawks not only to cover but at plus 105 to win outright against the jets so that's my play in the nfl for you and as far as the races are concerned tomorrow eighth race at the great race place, six furlongs on the turf for non-twos. And I'm looking at a little bit of a bomber here, a horse that doesn't win too often but doesn't work out with a bullet very often either. And Zopparelli did that this past week with a 59-1 and one, uh, covering the five furlongs for Jeff Mullins. And so I think cutting back to the sprint at 10-1, to one, you got a shot here. I think there's a shot here. And you got Ramon Vasquez on. So Zopparelli at 10-1 to one to get a rare win, a first-ever win at Santa Anita in five tries. Yeah, there's a reason he's uh, there's a reason he's ten to one. But I'm hoping that I can uh, jump on that bomber and cash the number seven horse in that race. Okay, eighth race tomorrow, number seven mm-hmm. Zaffarelli out of Ron Flatter's six furlong shoot at Santa Anita. You're supposed to laugh there, Ron. But anyway, no, uh, no, because I'm I'm taking that seriously. I want to see my name there. I, it's either going to be there or on the men's room plaque, <laughs> one or the other, right? <laughs> All right, number seven, Zaffarelli in race eight tomorrow. Last thing, going to get a little bit greedy to the surprise of no one. Uh, Denver made a move as far as their head coach goes. Who's on the lead for that job? And the owner just announced that the coach will be reporting directly to him, not the GM. I, I don't know if that scares off a guy like uh, Sean Payton or not, but uh, who, who do, who do you think is going to get that job? That was the name I was going to mention. <laughs> so I, really? I think... If Sean Payton comes in there, he's. Uh, I think the price for him just went up when the. Uh, you know, you got new owners there in Denver. This isn't the Bowling family anymore. A so. little bit green, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Well, you, in exchange for a little bit green, you want a little bit of green. But I would still think that Payton's number one on these lists. Yeah. I just want to see what else is going to be open. Uh, but yeah, Nathaniel Hackett, what a disaster that was. And we knew it was coming. We knew that firing was coming. I think we all thought it was going to oh, yeah. be before the buy or during the buy. Yeah. But it took this long. It was a little bit of an upset. Last well, last thing, that yeah. the same club. Can Russell Wilson dig out of this hole? I think so. 
so. I actually do. I don't think I don't put all the blame on him. I think when he saw, you know, when he saw things were going south, I kind of wonder if the effort went with it. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, I don't. I would not be selling Russell Wilson now. I would be buying at a better price right now this off season. And I think, yeah, I think there's, I think there's a there there for next year if they can get their act together. Otherwise, around him. Ron, happy New Year. Get yourself a lot of rest. couple of aspirin. You'd be just fine. Eighth race tomorrow at Santa Anita. Ron says it's number seven, Zaffarelli. Ramon Vasquez riding for Jeff Mullins. Happy New Year to you, Ron. Take care. All right. Thanks, Mike. All right. We'll step aside and come back uh, very, very strong this morning. Got John Lindo, Orlando Gutierrez with a big grade one. The Charger Bar tonight at Los Alamitos. Millie Ball's back in the fold. Toby Terrell running the anchor lap for hour one. And then a whole lot of shows straight ahead of us at 9 o'clock. Don't go away. Here at David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange, we are here to help. We're open for sales and service, and with hundreds of vehicles to choose from, we are ready to assist you. And remember, you can get into that brand new Ford that you've always wanted without leaving the comfort of your home. Visit us at VillaFord.com to buy or lease your next car with great upfront pricing and a 100% online experience. Great financing and big retail enhancements on Ford Fusion and all popular Ford SUVs are available now. Check our website for tremendous pricing and financing on all Ford products, including America's best-selling vehicle, the F-150 pickup truck. David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange. Call or click today at 714-509-5615 or visit us at Villa Ford of Orange. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard west to Pacific Coast Highway and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292 That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292 Life's a beach. So enjoy it at Sunset Suites. 
From the tropical rainforests of Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii, and unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is estate grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, just visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle along with jockeys Juan Hernandez and Tyler Baines. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Hello, I'm Alan Mosnett, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well, you won't get a lemon from Toyota of Orange. Well, you won't get a lemon. Angels Radio. AM830. Talk to God and listen to the casual Rocky Mountain High. Welcome back and Happy New Year, everybody. Glad to have you with us here on Thoroughbred Los Angeles. If you're joining us late, folks, racing uh, due to uh, a whole lot of rainfall late yesterday and and overnight has been canceled today at Santa Anita. We are open for simulcast, and uh, we can tell you this, we will be open tomorrow for a huge 11-race card. And again, uh, six of these races tomorrow on the grass. Looking forward to talking about them. And uh, listen, want to wish you a happy, healthy, and safe 2023. Let's get down to Carlsbad. Say hello to John Lindo. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning, Michael. How you doing? Happy New Year. S- same to you. Same to you. And, uh, you know, the cancellation, not unexpected, John. And they're also canceled again uh, up at Golden Gate Field where they have had torrential rain, apparently. Well, I tell you what, the hats off to Chris Mers and, and uh, the staff there in the racing office. They've been proactive from the start of this yeah. meet. We got that card in yesterday because of, of their thinking ahead and getting those early post times. We just beat the rain. Uh, you know, they, they were ready for this today. They put the La Cienegas on the grass on Monday's card. So, uh, And I, I think calling this one off with all that rain last night, it makes sense. So uh, I, I like what these guys are doing. They're staying ahead of the game as we get this meet started, and it's going to pay off in the long run. Hey, John, uh, you were out opening day. Bob Ike came up to the press box. He had a, a group with him and so on and so forth. Obviously, we had quote-unquote issues, but w- what an incredible day not just for Santa Anita for horse racing. And I say this, a guy who's been in the foxhole here the last few years, John, we have been under unrelenting attack. And, of course, we've had major problems. We've, we've taken major steps to, to get better, to correct things. We have had an incredibly safe year. 
2022, uh, I'll let Chris Murs give the news in full, but it was an it, it was safe beyond belief on the main track at Santa Anita for afternoon racing. John, I'll just put it to you that way. But I know you were there. Your thoughts on the opening day situation? Mike, the vibe was fantastic. I haven't I haven't seen that at Santa Anita in years. Uh, just the feeling out there, the energy, the racing was great. Obviously, the weather was perfect. But, uh, you know, top top to bottom, everything was run well. Everything went out smoothly. And, you know, it just shows we have a lot of fans out there. And we just need to make sure we're directing our messages to the fans. Forget about all the critics because they're not mentioning all the safety procedures that Santa Anita's done and no. all California's done. And they're to not going to. Better. Yeah. And they're not showing the positive results of everything that's been done. They're just looking for another opportunity to, to snipe the business and, and put us out of business to help with them. We don't, we don't need to send the message to them. Let's, let's direct no. our messages to the fans and to the people who like the sport and, and build it back up because we're doing the right things, and, and let's just have some fun. Yeah, and see, I, I'm a guy, well, there's two schools of thought. Well, do you want them inside the tent peeing out, or you want them outside trying to pee in? And here's my deal. Go ahead and try and piss in and I'll hotwire it and we'll take care of you. I don't want to engage with them. Uh, I'm done. And this this game is incredibly strong. It was evidenced by uh, our opening day. Anyway, John, I understand you're going uh, to Gulfstream Park for radio today. They got a good 10-race card. Uh, what about it? Yeah, I'm going to go to the ninth race. That's the Mucho Macho Man Stakes. In the ninth race, I like the way number one legacy aisle sat behind horses drawn on the inside last time was able to slip up the rail and get the win. Two for two in his lifetime. Both starts from the rail. He's stuck on the rail again today. But uh, that versatility is going to play well here. Nine to two on the morning line on the rise. Number one, Legacy Isle, race nine at Gulfstream Park. Okay, great. And uh, really enjoyed your show yesterday uh, from 9 to 10 here on AM 830. And, of course, uh, Jay Privman, uh, every now and again, coming out of his recent retirement, you can tell he's fresh, enjoying it. And uh, you guys are doing a great job. Really enjoy it, John. It was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun doing that. We'll put Bob Ike in the host chair next Saturday. And, uh, we'll, again, we'll recap whatever's going on with the good racing tomorrow yep. at Santa Anita. And uh, once again, we'll recap uh, ninth race Goldstream. John says it's number one Legacy Isle nine to two on the morning line. Assigned post time for race nine at Goldstream four ten Eastern. John, have a great day. Happy New Year. We'll see you soon at Santa Anita. Thank you, Mike. Good luck today. Okay, you bet. Do we have Orlando Gutierrez? We have him. Orlando, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great, Mike. Thank you, and Happy New Year to all the listeners and to you as well. Same to, to you. You guys took a little break. And by the way, Orlando Gutierrez heads up the publicity efforts primarily for the, the nighttime quarter horse racing at Los Alamitos, and he wears a lot of hats down there. Orlando, uh, you, you guys got back in action last night. Boy, you had to deal with some some rain during racing. How did it go? Yeah, Mike, uh, you know, it was kind of a steady, uh, steady rain, uh, not, not too hard until the very end, um, to the very end, and then it really poured, uh, right after we, uh, you know, the gate opened for the final race on the card. Uh, but we were lucky to, uh, to, uh, complete the card. Uh, we ended up having a carryover, uh, for today of over $13,000. So, uh, we got that to look forward to as well as 10 big races today starting at 5 p.m couple of stakes races uh, going uh, in today's card, including that great one $100,000 charger bar handicap. So, yeah, we got some uh, rain uh, last night, 
uh, but we're uh, ready to go tonight. Talk about the Charger Bar. you got some really nice mares in there, including uh, Kiss Through Fire. She's going for a three-peat in this $100,000 Charger Bar tonight. Yeah, we've had two uh, mares that have won back-to-back running in addition to uh, Kiss Through Fire, but none have won three races in a row. And she's going to try to do that at the age of six years old. Kiss Through Fire has pretty much been the class of the mayor division here at Los Alamitos. She's the reigning champion H. Bear. And uh, looking forward to seeing her perform. Uh, she has won a lot of races. She's got nine stakes wins here at Los Alamitos during her career. And uh, looking to add another one here in the Charger Bar Handicap. She's coming off a nice win in the mm-hmm. Las Damas where she defeated Patty Saint. Uh, who's also been one of the top mayors in the nation. Patty Saint actually beat her in the Millie Vessels. Kiss Through Fire came back and won in the Las Damas. Now they hook again here in the Charger Bar. And uh, also the three mayors that were in the Champion of Champions will be facing off tonight, uh, that being Patty Saint, just a political girl, and Sweet Dash of Fire, who qualified as a three-year-old to the Champion of Champions last year. Uh, so looking forward to seeing Sweet Dash of Fire, perhaps the uh, one of the top new class of mares uh, for this season. We have a lot of races for the Philly and Mayor Division in 2023, and I think Sweet Dash of Fire will be right in the thick of it, especially as runners like uh, Kiss Through Fire go to the breeding shed uh, later this year. I believe uh, right after the, the uh, Charger Bar Handicap, that's where she'll be heading mm-hmm. to Kentucky to, uh, to the breeding shed. So looking forward to seeing uh, a great running of the Charger Bar. Looking forward to seeing Kiss Through Fire try to accomplish that three-peat and, of course, against doing it against a really good field. One horse we haven't talked about on the far outside. you got a 10-horse field on the Charger Bar. By the way, post time, 10th and final tonight at Los Alamitos, 843 Pacific. And I know FanDuel's going to be all over this. But Doc Allred's got a homebred here. She just turned four today. Nim Fett, she's 2-1 to one on Ed Burgard's morning line. What about her chances? Oh, man, uh, really looking forward to seeing her from the outside post. She's one of those that uh, doesn't break. Uh, as quick as the others, but man, once she gets going about 200 yards into the race, mm-hmm. she just flies. She can definitely rock it. Uh, she always comes on strong. In the Las Damas, she was eighth out of the gate, ended up finishing third. Uh, in the Millie Vessel, she was seventh and finished second. She was coming on super strong, almost caught Patty Saint. So uh, that's the big key. Uh, it, you know, she can just break in the top five. Uh, she'll definitely be a big factor. She's two to one in the morning line. So, uh, uh, Ed Burgard definitely looking for her to uh, get some respect from the players. She'll be drawn on the outside pose. That's going to give her plenty of room. She's drawn next to a horse that's not super fast in college scandal. So uh, she'll definitely have a little room to operate, a lot of room to come strong. And uh, she, I actually made her my top selection uh, in this race. <laughs> uh, looking for her to add that great one. Away. Well, I'm glad I badgered you because we got that out of you. Now, who's your best bet for radio tonight, Orlando? I'm going to go to race number nine, the Dashingly Handicap. This is a $25,000 race. Uh, like I mentioned, we've added a lot of races for uh, fillies and mares uh, this season, uh, and this is one of them, the Dashingly Handicap. These are four-year-olds, and it's a really good group. Ten runners in there. Several have already won stakes races, including number four, just another commando. She'll be my pick, 9-2 on the morning line. I think the distance, 350 yards, suits her perfectly. She tried uh, the 400-yard distance in the trials of the Super Derby, excuse me, the Southern California Derby, and just came up a little short after leading most of the way. Going back to 350 yards will suit her just fine. I'm looking for the four, just another commando, 
in race number nine, nine two on the morning line. Okay, uh, number four, Jess, another commando. Eight eighteen is post time for race nine tonight at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Ten of them, you guys get underway at 5 o'clock. Looking forward to it tonight on uh, FanDuel TV. Thank you so much, Orlando Gutierrez. Happy New Year to you and your family. Thank you so much, Mike. Happy New Year. You bet. We'll step aside briefly. Coming back strong with XBTV's Millie Ball. She's got a maiden on tomorrow's card she wants to talk about. Toby Terrell running the anchor lap this hour. Don't go away. This is Thoroughbred L.A. Once and he tried to touch the sun And he lost a friend but kept a memory Now he walks in quiet solitude The forests and the streams Seeking grace in every step he takes Angels Radio AMA 30 Hello, I'm Alan Mosnett, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well, you won't get a lemon from Toyota of Orange. Well, you won't get Racing fans, Santa Anita's Classic Meet is underway, and there has never been a better time to experience world-class racing and so much more at the Great Race Place, including a wide variety of dining experiences, along with trackside promotions that include dynamic food and beverage offerings, and of course, our infield family fun zone, all at the foot of the majestic San Gabriel Mountains in Arcadia. Saturday is the last day of the year, so don't miss out on our New Year's Eve and New Year's Day brunch in the Front Runner, where you can enjoy glass-enclosed comfort with an individual tabletop TV monitor while you enjoy spectacular views and our specially curated buffet. That's on both Saturday and Sunday in the Front Runner restaurant, high atop the grandstand. Fans, don't forget, it's never too late to join the fun and play in our $7,500 online survivor. It's free to enter and play. Just select one horse a day. You can play for free at SantaAnita.com slash contest. Please note, first post time on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day and on through Sunday, January 8th, is at 12 noon. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard, west to Pacific Coast Highway, and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach, so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. 
Racing fans, happy days are here again at Sammy's Original Off-Track Wagering as they are now fully open for indoor dining and wagering. That's right, Sammy's Original in Lake Forest, where the 5 and the 405 collide, is once again open for off-track wagering on tracks around the country seven days a week. Just exit east at Lake Forest Drive, make an immediate right onto Lake Center Drive, and you're home at Sammy's. Sammy's Original Sports Bar and Racebook with over 120 televisions, great food, a full bar that includes 16 beers on tap also offers two fully appointed outdoor patios. Make plans now to go racing at Sammy's Original in Lake Forest. For more information, call 949-716-2367. Get comfortable. Get into Sammy's. Hi, Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota. Whether you shop online at SouthBayToyota.com or in person, we'll make it easy for you to save time and money. South Bay Toyota is located just off the 405 freeway at Western Avenue where Torrance and Gardena meet. South Bay Toyota. From the tropical rainforests of Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii, and unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is estate grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, just visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with jockeys Juan Hernandez and Tyler Baines. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. This segment is brought to you by the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at the Bit. I've seen it rain and fire in the sky. Welcome back. Hour one, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Folks, let's get up to Santa Anita Park and say hello to a, a person we have missed. She's been uh, uh, working exclusively for XBTV, hasn't been doing radio, but we have her back now for the classic meet. Her name is Millie Ball. Hi, Millie. Good morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Happy New Year. Same to you. I got to ask you, as a young girl growing up in Great Britain, uh, did, did you guys listen to John Denver? Uh, no, well, you no, should have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not so much. Uh, hey, anyway, obviously we're canceled today, but boy, yeah. we've had some great racing here through three days, Millie. It, it, it's really been a good show. I mean, gosh, opening day to have that many people, and it was just to me the energy that came with it that was fantastic. And right. 
great. I mean, racing. I mean, the Malibu States to the, you know, to the American Oaks, just just phenomenal racing. Yeah, top to bottom, no question, and and just idyllic weather. It, it you know, yeah. as Nate Newby said in a statement after the races. This this is the great race place, and yeah, and, and you absolutely. saw it center stage. Can't wait for the Breeders' Cup, 40th running of the Breeders' Cup in November. But let's get to brass tacks here. Let's go to the ninth race tomorrow, Millie, uh, with racing canceled today. And I uh, understand you've got a, a three-year-old maiden uh, you've had your eyes on. Yes, his name is Navy Man. Uh, he's the number six in here for Michael McCarthy. And... Uh, you can go back and, and watch his last race. You could see that, I mean, the next jump, and he was going to be the winner going six furlongs, and he has bred top to bottom to stay all day. So I think the stretch out will really benefit him. He gets Johnny V aboard, um, and he was very game to fight uh, a horse that was coming on his outside um, to hold on for a second. He couldn't quite get to the winner there, but as I said, the next jump, I think it would have been. So I think it's him, and then Riverside, to me, is very interesting as well. Um, he's just kind of a, I would say, more of a, a steady individual, bred to get the two turns. He's done it a few times. Um, he was wide every step of the way in his last race and still just kept plugging away uh, to hold on for third. So to me, it's those two, but I really like Navy Man tomorrow. Millie, speaking of those two horses, by the way, Navy Man is the sixth horse tomorrow in the ninth, and Riverside is the eighth. Uh, it, it, it's always interesting. You're trying to figure out handicappers are jockey moves. And well, does, right. does Flavion Pratt really think Riverside's a better horse? Don't know the machinations. Maybe a call was good. We just don't know. But it looked yeah. like, on paper, Flavion could have ridden either one of them. Is that... Is that where you're thinking? I mean, on, on paper, it does look like that, yeah. But I'm just purely judging this off of um, that lost races and what I'm seeing from Navy Man on the track. I mean, I saw him schooling yesterday, and he looked so fantastic. I, mm-hmm. I asked the, uh, the assistant to Michael, I was like, who's that? And she said, Navy Man. I'm like, all right, he's going on my ticket. And then when I yeah. backed it up with his form and everything... That's why I'm going there, yeah. Well, I mean, I think the word is upside. You're, you're seeing a little more upside with Navy yeah. Man stretching yeah. out for the first time. He's only had two starts. And, uh, boy, you get Ramon Vasquez here. Okay, hey, hey, Millie, it's so nice to have you back. Saw you out in the field a couple of days ago. Uh, you know, you were, you were with uh, uh, the nation's top apprentice in uh, – tw- mm-hmm. yeah. It, Right, Jessica Pfeiffer, and then yesterday you were on the set and so on. So you're moving around, and and, uh, we're glad of it. Great to have you with us, Millie, really is. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks for having me back, and Happy New Year to everyone who's listening in. Happy New Year to Team Yachtin. Appreciate it. Thank you. All righty. We'll finish this hour out, get up to Santa Anita, and say hello to Toby Terrell from Winner's Card. Hey, Toby, good morning. Hey, good morning, Mike. And, uh, you know, we want to alert the media out there that the biggest headline, I believe, for business here in Southern California is uh, $50 million just through the windows alone at Santa Anita to bring us into the new year. So tons of life in those legs. And, by the way, we want to wish a huge happy birthday and happy new year to all of the great thoroughbred athletes that make this all possible for us every day. 
who for the purposes of record keeping, which is this business of thoroughbred racing, they all, the odometer clicks up one on January 1, so I'm glad you mentioned that, Toby. Uh, you mentioned over $50 million in handle through three days. Of course, opening day, we hit it out of the park, uh, out of the park with all sources, $26.3 million. But let's get down to it. Who do you like uh, on tomorrow's card for radio today? Well, tomorrow in race uh, number five, Leonard Powell, uh, by the way, Flavian Pratt is riding at Oakland in the Smarty Jones today for Brad Cox. Interesting move there. Uh, but tomorrow he'll be right here at Santa Anita riding for Leonard Powell, the number eight horse time together uh, in race five. And uh, now that the horses are all free, they can take a little dose of Lasix, which this horse will do. Got all the experience uh, under her belt now. She gets off the rail to the outside. I think this is go time for time together tomorrow in uh, race number five. Okay, and good point. We're going to be talking with Chris Murs about that, uh, the fact the medication situation. This is not new. Uh, when, when the two-year-olds turn three, they're able to race on Lasix. Toby says tomorrow it's race five, number eight, time together. Flavion Pratt for trainer Leonard Powell. Toby, always uh, great to have you. We missed you during the Delmar Crosby season, but nice to have you back here for the winner's spring. All the best, folks. Pick up winner's card, the yellow sheet. That's going to be the best 5 bucks you spend at the races. You can also pick it up online at casetherace.com. Happy New Year, Toby. Thanks a lot, Mike. All right, we'll step aside. Coming back strong with our director of racing, Chris Murs, and a hot trainer, Mark Glatt, got four wins through three days. He's second in the standings. He'll be joining us as well. That and more. Don't go away. The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. Raiders football is less than four hours away here on AMA 30, KLAA, Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimmel's Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimmel's. You'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA30, its owners, or management. Racing fans, Santa Anita's Classic Meet is underway, and there has never been a better time to experience world-class racing and so much more at the Great Race Place, including a wide variety of dining experiences, along with trackside promotions that include dynamic food and beverage offerings, and of course, our infield family fun zone, all at the foot of the majestic San Gabriel Mountains in Arcadia. Saturday is the last day of the year, so don't miss out on our New Year's Eve and New Year's Day brunch in the Front Runner, where you can enjoy glass enclosed comfort with an individual tabletop TV monitor while you enjoy spectacular views and our specially curated buffet. That's on both Saturday and Sunday in the Front Runner restaurant, high atop the grandstand. Fans, don't forget, it's never too late to join the fun and play in our $7,500 online Showviver. It's free to enter and play. Just select one horse a day. You can play for free at SantaAnita.com slash contest. Please note, first post time on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, and on through Sunday, January 8th, is at 12 noon. Hey everybody, if you've got plumbing needs, commercial or residential, give my good friends at Western Rooter a call. Family owned and here to help, Western Rooter does it all and does it better 
24-7. From clogged drains to complete copper repipes to water heaters, conventional and tankless, Western Rooter is here to help and will solve whatever issues you may have on time and under budget. Western Rooter, serving the Arcadia, Pasadena, and greater LA area for more than three decades. Call now at 626-448-6455. Mention Thoroughbred LA Radio and save 10% off your total invoice. Western Rooter, the best in the West. Bring in the new year with the best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. It's our opening weekend of our new racing season. We'll race every Saturday and Sunday night. And don't miss our first grade one stakes race of the meet. The Charger Bar Handicap on Sunday night, led by defending champion Kiss Through Fire. And as always, night racing's best bets are at Los Alamitos. Like the $1 early and late pick fours with big pools on Saturdays and Sundays. And don't forget, Los Alamitos will add $10,000 to the pick six pool on Sunday night if there's not a carryover. And we're open seven days a week for daytime simulcasting, featuring the great action from Santa Anita, Gulfstream Park, Churchill, and more. For Vessels Club reservations, call 714-820-2681. The best of racing, the best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. Bring in the new year. Our new nighttime meet is back with this great holiday weekend. Thoroughbred owners and breeders, if you're looking for a full-service, professionally-managed facility right here in Southern California, look no further than George Yeager's BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hemet. From conception to starting gate, from breeding, mare care and foaling, to racetrack preparation, and state-of-the-art rehabilitative care, BG Thoroughbred Farm is the place for you. Owned by George Yeager and managed by Marcos Menavar, BG Thoroughbred Farm is located atop 51 acres of prime sandy loam and is just 90 minutes from Santa Anita, Del Mar, and Los Alamitos. With a 5-H mile training track that includes a starting gate, BG has 28 pastures with year-round grass, along with a layup barn that includes run-out pins and numerous sand pins for turnouts that'll keep your horse safe and ready to return to racing. For more information or to schedule a tour, visit BGThoroughbredFarm.com or give Marcos Menavar a call at 951-654-9100 BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hammett. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred. 
If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard, west to Pacific Coast Highway, and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach, so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. by Mike Wilman. Thoroughbred LA is brought to you by spectacular Santa Anita Park. Proud host of the Breeders' Cup World Championships in November. By Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Take it from top jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota of Orange. South Bay Toyota and Villa Ford of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hemet. Come see us and check out our stallion roster for 2023. Visit our website or schedule an in-person farm tour with Marcos Menavar. By Sammy's Original Off-Track Wagering, where the 5 and the 405 collide at Lake Forest Drive. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. Catch a cowbred and experience that golden feeling. By the Rags and Sheets, the number one choice of top jockey agents, trainers, and players like you nationwide. By Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Beat the heat and get into Sunset Suites. By Bruce Finkelstein, betonbruce.com. By the all-new Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call Mary Jungers and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. And by Western Rooter, the best in the West. And now, here's Mike Wilman. Thank you, Leilani Mabrian. Once again, a very pleasant good morning and a happy new year, a sincere, heartfelt happy new year to everybody out there. Wishing you good health and good fortune uh, here in 2023. A lot to talk about again. Uh, racing canceled today at Santa Anita due to heavy rains uh, late yesterday afternoon and then overnight. Uh, we will be up and running for a big 11 race card tomorrow 
First post time is at 12 noon tomorrow, and we've got dollar beers, dollar sodas, and $2 hot dogs, so it should be a lot of fun. Six out of the 11 races tomorrow are going to be on the grass, so a lot to look forward to. Let's get up to Santa Anita right now and uh, say hello to our director of racing and racing secretary, Chris Murr, has been a very busy guy since early this morning. Hey, Chris, good morning. Happy New Year to you. Good morning, Mike. Happy New Year to you, too. Thank you. I, I mentioned in hour one that uh, uh, Dennis Moore uh, is looking forward to having the day now with no racing to get primarily our main track in shape for, you know, a top, top-class top racing tomorrow. But tell us what all went into the decision to go ahead and call the races off today. We had an eight-race card scheduled. Yeah, mainly it was the rain, all the rain that we had last night, and then there was a bit of moisture getting into the track. Uh, as it was getting sealed last night. So it kind of, you know, we might have been okay to race today, but we didn't want to take any chances. So uh, we want to make sure we have a top-notch track for tomorrow with our 10-race card, and uh, we look forward to putting on a good show tomorrow. Chris, uh, I think you, you guys are getting a lot of compliments for what what you did proactively yesterday, and that was uh, accelerate post times uh, because we had a, a pretty solid forecast that heavy rain was coming later in the afternoon. You, you front-loaded uh, the graded stakes on grass. Uh, the Joe Hernandez down the hill went as race one. The Bobby Frankel uh, at a mile and one-eighth on grass. You put that as the third very smart move and then speeding up the post times. Uh, we did have heavy rain during the last race, but it, it was on the grass. So the main track really was was pretty much unscathed. We didn't get a lot of water in it while we were racing, which uh, I, I know Dennis and his crew, they're very glad of. Yeah, no, and everything worked out really great yesterday. You know, Jesse Martinez and his crew, our, our turf crew, did an excellent job keeping the turf course in tip-top shape as we, uh, you know, went through the ups and downs of the rain yesterday. And then, uh, you know, the jockey colony, you know, doing a good job and working with us with the accelerated post times and, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everything, everybody just working together in synchrony yesterday really, you know, we put on a good show. Hey, Chris, that was the most important thing. No doubt. We're a, a good and a safe show. We're entering this morning for Friday's races. And uh, I know certainly a lot of owners out there, horsemen, they're wondering about what, what about all these horses that were entered to run today? And what about the, uh, the grade three Santa Inez? When is that going to be run? Fill us in. So the Great Three Santa Inez will be uh, open for entries on uh, Sunday, January 8th. We're planning on carding it then. Uh, you know, it'll be a whole redraw and re-enter of the race. So uh, we'll have it January 8th. And then with all the weather coming in this week, you know, lots of rain, you know, in the forecast for Wednesday and into the early morning on Thursday. We're looking to try to scrape together an all-dirt card. And then, you know, Saturday we have Cal Cup Day where we're planning on having a pick six mandatory payout. Uh, as well so we're hoping we can get back on track and you know provide everybody a big day you know big day saturday before the national championship game on monday glad you mentioned the mandatory payout uh, on saturday and we've got some good state bred racing that day we're anticipating could have a pool uh, of about three million dollars to take a shot at uh, with the guaranteed payout that'll be this coming saturday chris yeah no it's looking it's looking great and you know i know our horsemen are Chomping at the bit now with uh, you know the cancellation today and some of the turf races, so we should be able to put on a pretty good card uh, throughout the weekend. Hey, hey, Chris, I'm looking at some of these trainers' names from the first few days. 
And you and your staff, you guys have been, I mean, going the extra mile and then some to get stables to come out here. It, it used to be commonplace back in the day. Uh, you know, Santa Anita was overloaded with Eastern stables. But I'm looking at names like, you know, Chad Brown, Suge McGahee, Eddie Keenley, Graham Motion, Rudy Rodriguez, Dallas Stewart, Brendan Walsh, Wesley Ward, and so on. Uh, this has been a big part of it, and we've only had three days, but I, I know you want to keep this this influx coming with guys coming in from Kentucky, Florida, and New York, uh, particularly for stakes. Yeah, definitely, Mike. You know, we still have the plane situation going on, uh, so we, we were lucky enough to kind of have a little partnership going with uh, Mersant, uh, who mainly, you know, do international shipping, but they're dipping their toes in domestically, and they They've been really helping us, uh, you know, set up plane flights for the East Coast guys to make it a little bit more, uh, you know, a little bit more easier to come out here and race, you know, on our big stake day. So we're going to continue to, you know, do what we can to attract these guys out for our big stake days and make those cards as big as we can. Chris, uh, medication, a, a big, big part, I, I think, of, of your work day. And uh, as we know, there was all this thing about Hissa that Fifth, Fifth District Court of Appeals in Louisiana uh, found it unconstitutional, unanimously so. Uh, now there's been a rider attached to that omnibus bill that sailed through Congress. President Biden signed it. I, I think for everybody to realize out here, and I think it's good news, there are no changes uh, in, in our medication uh, regulatory process here in California. One thing that really comes to fore on New Year's Day, we get the recently turned uh, three-year-olds, and now they can run on Lasix. Just kind of address the situation generally, if you can. Well, I guess we got to say happy birthday to all the horses first. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, generally this has been going on for a while. You know, uh, all state horses and two-year-olds uh, are not able to run on Lasix. However, uh, with January 1st coming around with those two-year-olds turning three, they are now allowed to run on Lake 6, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and that is within our rules. So, um, uh, obviously, as the three-year-olds go forward and jump into uh, stake races, they'll be off Lake 6 again. But, um, you know, we're just following the rules that were set in place by HISA and that were here in California far before HISA took place, and, uh, and that's the way it goes. And, and again, getting back to HISA, HISA, however you want to say it, uh, it, it's it's not going to have an impact on us because we've already made these changes. Am, am I correct? And as to its status, it it's really kind of a moot point out here. Except I know in talking to horsemen, uh, they they are unanimously glad that it's not in place because of the, of the paperwork more than anything yeah. else. The the bookkeeping, the accounting, and everything else. It, it really is overwhelming, Chris. Yeah, no, it definitely is. I mean, we were lucky enough that ISA has pulled a lot of the rules that we were already had in place in California here, and they're implementing them across the country. You know, the paperwork issue has been a problem not only for the trainers and, you know, owners, it's, you know, also a, put a little bit of a, another stress on the racing office as well. So everybody's feeling it. Uh, but, you know, I think eventually, you know, we're going to streamline the process a little bit more and hopefully it takes the pressure off of everybody as it uh now continues to get a little bit more streamlined. Chris, last thing I want to ask you, uh, I know we were optimistic about opening day, but were you that optimistic, $26.3 million? Uh, you know, I was just hoping for twenty, uh, honestly, and then as the day started going on, and, you know, I, I, you know, a lot of, we, there was a lot of cancellations across the country. Gulfstream came off the turf. 
Mm. I think that helped as well. But I, I think we put on a dang good card. I, I know I'm really proud of my racing office. I'm really proud of the trainers mm-hmm. and owners that helped us participate that day, and we had one heck of a crowd here. So, yep. you know, all that and all that came together, and it was a nice Christmas present. Uh, you know, after Christmas present for everybody that was watching that day. Okay, and uh, so we'll look for the overnight for Friday uh, later on today, and of course, uh, a big eleven race card. We get we get underway at twelve noon. That twelve noon post in effect through next Sunday, January eighth. Yeah, we'll go through, uh, we'll have posts at noon through January 8th, and then we'll switch to 12.30 starting that Friday, the 13th. Chris, thanks so much for your time and uh, continued success. We'll see you up there. Happy New Year. All right, Happy New Year, Mike. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Chris Mers uh, from the racing office at Santa Anita. And we'll stick uh, with Santa Anita right now. Say hello to uh, trainer Mark Glad, a good friend. Hey, Mark, uh, Happy New Year to you and your family, and uh, congrats uh, to your fast start. Four winners through the first three days. Oh, thank you, and Happy New Year to you and all the listeners out there. Yeah, and Mark, uh, well, you, you, you've been using uh, different jocks. Uh, you, you had uh, two yesterday. Uh, Bold Endeavor in race two paid nine twenty with Diego Herrera, and then uh, you're using the apprentice Aguilar. Uh, he was aboard Caterini in race seven, and you got a six dollar uh, and eighty cent mutual. Want to ask you about the grass? It looks like speed's a pretty dangerous commodity right now, Mark. Yeah, it is. I think when it gets a little moisture in the in the ground, like we have, like we've had, kind of the first uh, first part of the week, you know, first part of the meet here, and there's a little moisture in the in the in the ground. That uh, speed seems to kind of carry itself much better uh, than when it's firm. And I think we the reason we see that is is horses that you know maybe aren't that close aren't maybe getting enough traction to um, to finish and maybe accelerate. Like they normally would hmm. on on ground that you know that's not a, that's that, that's a little bit wet. Like I said, interesting, really interesting. And of course, as soon as we get all this figured out, that they'll be looping the field ten wide, turning for home, and winning from a mile off the pace. You know how that goes. But Mark, uh, yeah, I think we kind of saw that in the last race yeah. last night, uh, where you you know at some point <laughs> the speed will. Will uh, will give in, and I was a part of that twenty-one and one first quarter in the last race last night, and you saw a deep closer. So, at some point, um, you know, I think the riders start sensing, you know, how the races are playing out, and now maybe we get a little, um, you know, we get a little overly ambitious uh, early on in some of those races, and and um, you know, it, it starts to change. So, uh, but but by and large, for the most part, they um, they certainly. Um, um, speed is very good on these uh, good courses or courses with some some wet wetness to them. By the way, the last race yesterday was six furlongs out of the the turf shoot. Code Duello from way off the pace for Kyle Frey uh, was up by a neck to win. And Mark, I'm sorry, I don't have my program. Did, did you have Verat the runner up? No, I had Commander Kai in the race. There you and go. He he, uh, he was like I said tied up in that. Uh, speed duel they flew that. early. Yeah, they sure did. Yeah. Hey, before we get to your three horses today, and they're all live, uh, just take a look at the morning line. A couple of five to two, and one of them at three to one. I was just talking to Chris Murs about this ISIS situation, which doesn't impact us this much, the uncertainty of it. But I know in talking to trainers, uh, they have unanimously talked about the, the burden of the paperwork, Mark. Uh, c- can you address that? And, and is there any indication? That maybe 
you know, that is going to be something they can cut down upon because, I mean, it really is, from what people are telling me, a little bit overwhelming. Uh, yes, it certainly is. I think most people are, you know, not, you know, they, it's hard to accept change. I think the thing that, that's the most frustrating about it is is that, you know, this paperwork's already being, being completed, um, and it's it's kind of overkill in my opinion because all of the records you know have to be submitted to the state through our veterinarians and and it is you know through our private veterinarians mm-hmm. and and now it's a situation where trainers you know have to um, to do basically the same thing um, on their own you know into the you know and register every every horse every medication, every situation uh, that comes up with these horses, um, you know, that we have to do that through the HISA portal. And, you know, it's it's basically double the work, um, and you're accomplishing the same goal. And so hopefully somewhere down the road, uh, what they could figure out is, is, is just be one system, you know, the way mm-hmm. only the information is only inputted um, to one person and then that or or one entity and that and that information is 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 given to is shared. all of them you know it's all to the all the necessary people yeah. whether it's HISA or the CHRB or whatever um, whoever is entitled to that or needs that information but it's only inputted into a computer once and then it is shared like you said so um, you know, we'll see. You know, what I don't understand about HISA is, is that we're following or abiding by some of their rules, but um, not all of them. So I, I think it's mass confusion at this point, and um, you know, we'll just have to see how it all ends up playing, playing, playing out. It, you know, things generally have a a way of working themselves out, but but the paperwork is overwhelming, especially if you have a number of horses. Um, you know, you don't want to make any mistakes, and of course, there's human error. Um, you know that comes into play, and and you know you just don't you don't want a horse scratched uh, unnecessarily because of you know because a piece of paperwork is missing. So it, it does become you know very stressful, not only in finding the time to you know to input the paper you know the information. But to be sure that you're not making a mistake, and to me, there's only so many hours in a day that we have, and we spend a fair amount of them here with these horses. Uh, you know, I'd rather be looking at the horses and paying attention to the horses rather than sitting at my desk inputting information. And you know, there's, <laughs> you know, there's only so much you can pay out too. So could trainers hire somebody? You know, to put it, you know, to do this for you, um, sure. But at the same time, um, you know, that's another cost that uh, is hard to absorb. Number one, and you know, certainly hard to pass on to ownership. Um, but you know, we'll get around it somewhere or another, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> But it, but it is a little hectic at this time. Well, hey, thanks for giving us, uh, you know, a, a straight shot, a realistic look at 
at what you and, and your colleagues are dealing with, Mark. Uh, speaking of what you're dealing with, I, I know you're looking forward to coming to work tomorrow. you got three horses in. They're all live. Let's go to race six tomorrow. you got Cuban Crisis going six and a half uh, out of the turf chute. Now, the rail tomorrow is going to be set at 30 feet. you got a rider switch here to, to Flavion Pratt. Who, who does know this filly, it seems like the added distance stretching out uh, from 5'8 on turf at Delmar should be to, to, her, to, to her advantage. Yeah, we hope so. You know, she's been a little bit inconsistent for us uh, since we, we um, you know, we, since she got to the U.S. here. Um, you know, we're just kind of looking for, um, you know, her to, for her to break her maiden. She's 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 far better, I think, than what her record suggests, and I don't really understand the inconsistency with her. But hopefully, we get on track tomorrow. And in the next race, race seven, uh, you've got next result. Uh, this is going uh, six and a half on the main next revolt, rather uh, going six and a half on the main track. Come off a nice win for sixteen, Mark. You gave ten thousand uh, for for this horse. Now a six year old gelding, three starts back. And uh, you're not getting very ambitious off the claim, which is why you're five to two, and you stick with Diego Herrera. Looks like you got a big, big shot here, realistically spotted, Mark. Yeah, he's a fresh horse, and uh, you know he's a horse that, that um, you know had some problems when we claimed him. We gave him a, a nice break. He's come back and, and done really, you know, ran two nice races for us. He's one of those in betweeners where I don't know if he's at his best at a flat mile or. Or if he's at his best, you know, at, a, at an elongated sprint. But um, and, you know, I know he's probably a little, probably best at being a, a one-turn horse, mm-hmm. uh, six and a half or seven furlongs. So, you know, he's a sharp horse. He's a fresh horse. Uh, just hope he follows up his last effort. Um, you know, as as good as, as tomorrow, with as good as his last effort was, and I think we're in business. You know, he ended up. Running, uh, beating a horse last time called Joe Don Looney, who I claimed it that day, who senses came back to, to win an allowance race at, at, at Los Alamitos there the final weekend. So the race comes back, a, you know, a decent race at least at the level for 16, and he's got a good post there tomorrow. Like I said, if he, if he repeats that same performance, uh, tomorrow as he did in his last race, I, I think we're going to be, be very tough to beat. Looking forward to it. And then, Mark, finally, the eighth race tomorrow, eight, the eighth of ten, uh, going six furlongs out of the turf shoot. You got a horse we, we're really anxious to get back, a stakes winner over the course. He, he took the, uh, the ungraded baffle uh, at six and a half out of the shoot way back on January 30th. Umberto Rispoli rides back. And, you know, you got a, a Baffert horse right alongside, similar situation, a horse who, who has, has been away, but he's trying grass for the first time. Class here is 5-1. to one. You've got Maglev at 3-1. to one. Tell us how he comes up to this race on the comeback trail for some big clients of yours, Rancho Temescal and uh, Red Baron's Barn. Yeah, he's a horse that, you know, we kind of had instant results with here uh, last winter, and he's a very good horse. Um, you know, I mean, a, he's a special horse, I think. Uh, just, um, you know, needed some time off, obviously. Um, you know, it's been a little touch and go with him at times, you know, getting him back to the races. And, and I think we're, I think we're, we've got him ready here for this one now. Um, just hoping that, um, you know, he has a good, safe trip and he comes back good. 
out of the race tomorrow. I think we're 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 thinking about moving on to bigger and better things. Mm-hmm. But it seems like a good spot to um, you know maybe knock a little rust off and and uh, at least get him back going and get a race under his belt, and we'll take it from there. And uh, he's going to get Lasix for the first time tomorrow. Newly turned four year old Mark. Yeah, you know I I think uh, you know he's he's I you know my experience with the horse is that he is not a bleeder, um, but um, but certainly when everybody else in the race is using Lasix, uh, you, you know we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do the same. And uh, you know, I don't think the addition of Lasix is particularly a uh, an advantage for him, but sooner or later, all of these horses will start to bleed. Has been my experience, and so we will, um, we will, uh, you know, see how he does tomorrow. And um, I'm sure he'll be running in stakes, or I'm hoping he's running in stakes, so he'll be off a of Lasix in short order if if our plan comes together. But mm-hmm. for tomorrow, he is on Lasix. Last thing, Mark, and thanks so much for your time and and the way you you're able to articulate what can be a very complicated game. Uh, you, like so many other guys, you're really utilizing the, the inner training track for horses that run on the turf with the sharper turns. This is an Irish bred Moglev. We see Phil D'Amato doing this with so many horses with great success. Uh, just just talk about the, the thought process with getting your timed works on the inner training track instead of the one-mile main track. Well, I think uh, as I get more and more of the Euro imports, we find that the Euros uh, like it out there much better. You know, it's not as deep and demanding of a surface as the main track is. And, and uh, you know, horses relax. You know, I have a tendency to relax a little bit more so out on the training track. So it's just not the turf horses or the the Euro imports, um, you know, for a lot of them. I mean, I have some of the Euro imports that train on the main track as well, but for the most part, they want, you know, the, the grass horses and they want to, they want to run right on top of the surface. They don't want to, you know, they don't want to struggle through a deeper, deeper surface. And the training track play, you know, the training track surface plays more, more like a turf course, I guess. Um, and so you just see horses, particularly turf horses, uh, are much, much more comfortable with training over the training track versus the main track. And, and I think that's as, as our horse inventory keeps leaning more and towards more and more towards grass racing. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably probably why you know you're seeing an uptick in, in, in the training track being used for, for workouts. Mark, again, thanks so much for your time. Moglev, uh, three to one uh, in, in race eight tomorrow, and this is a first condition allowance and a uh, horse that's been away since January 30th. Thank you so much. Happy New Year to, to you and, and the whole family there. Really appreciate it, Mark. All the best. Thank you. Appreciate it. Happy New Year. Thank you so much. We'll take uh, a quick time out. Coming back strong, going to be heading up to Las Vegas. Say hello to Bruce Finkelstein on behalf of BetOnBruce.com. He's going to Gulfstream Park and Oaklawn Park. Bob Mazursky after that. And then, of course, it's down to South Florida with Toby Callett. Take two with Jonathan Hardoon on the back end. Don't go away. And Happy New Year. Raiders 
football lives here on AMA 30 KLAA. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin Speed Ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. From the tropical rainforests of Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is estate grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, just visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle along with jockeys Juan Hernandez and Tyler Bays. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard west to Pacific Coast Highway and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292 That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292 Life's a beach so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. Your silver and black play here on AMA 30 KLAA. A man selling ice cream, singing Italian songs. It will be a race in the 
Welcome back. Hour 2 Thoroughbred Los Angeles. My name is Mike Wilman. Happy New Year, everybody. And again, uh, racing canceled today at Santa Anita. Folks, we are open for simulcast wagering, and we will be back open for live racing tomorrow. A big 11-race uh, program and special uh, uh, $1 beers, $1 sodas, and $2 hot dogs. Always popular items on Monday racing at Santa Anita. As advertised, let's get up to Las Vegas, and on behalf of uh, Bet on Bruce.com, we say hello and we say Happy New Year to Bruce Finkelstein. Hey, Bruce. Happy New Year, Mike. How's it going? We're going good. Going good. Uh, as you know, they've had a lot of rain, really a lot of rain up north, so ordinarily you like to take us to Golden Gate, but uh, they are down today. So you tell me we're going to Oaklawn first and then Gulfstream Park for radio, huh? Yeah, let's do that. Let's go. Uh, this kind of reminds us when... Remember, these were the only two tracks running a few years ago in that uh, terrible pandemic. So right. that kind of brings kind of brings me back to that. Uh, let's go to the Smarty Jones Stakes. You have a big six to five favorite in here. Flavian Pratt uh, flies out to ride victory formation for Brad Cox. Very fast horse, but he's trying two turns for the first time. He draws a difficult outside post. I get the feeling that the inside runners, the the, the inside three horses. Uh, could maybe set pressure him a little bit early and make his life difficult. I like the horse with route experience here that can really finish. The five ten days later, who broke maiden at Keeneland two races ago. I thought Mikey ran a winning race in finishing third at Churchill in an allowance race. He really finished big, but the race was kind of dominated by a front runner, uh, Keith DeSormo, trained by the name of Confidence Game. Even the second horse was laying second all the way around the track. In other words, speed dominated in kind of a paceless race. He'll get a lot more pace to run at. He can finish. He's got the two-turn experience, and there'll be a hint of a price. So in race, in the Smarty Jones race eight, I'll go with the five horse. Ten days later at 7 to 2 on the morning line. Okay, and Kenny McPeak, the trainer here, ten days later, 7 to 2 on the morning line, as you noted. Uh, post time for race eight. That's the two hundred fifty thousand dollars Smarty Jones. That's four ten Central, so that'll be two ten uh, out here on the West Coast in the Pacific Time Zone. Let's get down to Gulfstream Park. What about it, Bruce? How about the tenth race, Mike? This is kind of an interesting one. A mile and a half for allowance non-winners. Other than what's unusual about this race is virtually none of these horses has ever been past a mile and an eighth. So you got a bunch of mile and uh, mile and sixteenth, mile and an eighth horses. Stretching out to a mile and a half for the first time. First off, I want to size up the pace of the race. It shouldn't be all that fast. Maybe one or two horses had a little speed. I like Luis Saez in this situation. Let's face it, of the top riders in North America, he might be the most aggressive, a guy that likes to send. And he has a horse by the name of Inflation Adjusted. This is a pro coming in from New York. He's won four of seven lifetime starts. When he has won his races in the middle distance races, Mike, He's been a stalker. He's laid up close and kind of run steady races. That plays well when you stretch out because he's got enough natural speed to stay close in a paceless race, and he's got a little bit of kick late also. So I think he's got the right rider for this situation. He's the he's the lukewarm favorite at three to one. Tenth race. Let's go with the three. Inflation adjusted. Trained by Mike Maker, and again post time race ten, and this one at a mile and a half on grass. 4:40 Eastern, and uh, hey Bruce, with, with the cancellation today, obviously that's disappointing for guys like you. You did all the work, but those horses are going to be back in real quick. Obviously, the complexion of the races uh, will change some, but looking forward to getting most of those horses back very quickly. Yeah, you that know, will. And I was listening to Chris Murs earlier in the in the uh, show, and yeah, it's going to help 
uh, Friday's card, the old dirt card, because let's face it, it came up a little bit short on field size, so hopefully the field size will be better for an all dirt uh, card on Friday. And also, you guys should have a great day. Uh, not only do you have a nice car tomorrow, you're not running up against California. I think it's Golden Gate and Santa Anita pretty much against the world yeah. tomorrow. So all eyeballs, all horse players, attention will be on uh, Santa Anita and Golden Gate tomorrow. You know, Bruce, I, I think you'd agree, but I've never talked to you about this. Uh, a lot of people say, hey, look, there's when the sun comes up, there's only so much money out there. It's going to go somewhere. So when you see some significant tracks not open or they have to cancel or something, that money's going to be directed elsewhere. We should be the beneficiary tomorrow. And that happened also on opening day. You guys yes, it did. had an advantage on opening day. That's huge. You know, uh, uh, really, to, to, you know, when to, you know, when to have that extra day of racing. And, uh, you know, I think Santa Anita has done very, they've been very strategic. I think the racing office and, and you guys have been very strategic on your race days, you know, running the opening day on Monday and then waiting till Friday. Also a smart move. So, um, so far, so good. Hopefully that horse population, you know, stays constant. It's been good so far. It, but it is early, as we as we all acknowledge. I uh, just got a text from John White, our, our morning line maker. Uh, Taba uh, got a, this is old news, uh, got a 106 uh, in the opening day run happy Malibu. Hey, Bruce, if you had a vote, uh, who, who's your Eclipse Award winning three-year-old? You know, I... Don't, I can't give it to Taba for one reason. He didn't really he ran poorly in the Derby, mm-hmm. and uh, didn't run in the rest of the um, the Triple Crown. Even though he might be the most talented three year old, I think you do have to give it to Epicenter. He mm-hmm. he danced every dance. He just you know unfortunately uh, didn't get there. You he know, won the Travers, down. right? I he mean, won the Travers, and he was and he ran so competitive. In, in the uh, Triple Crown races. So, Bruce, would not you... Not a great year. Not a great year. Not a standout three-year-old this year, Mike. Yeah. It's difficult. It's a muddled I, picture. And Taba sure. finished strong, and I like that. But I think you'd agree, Bruce, uh, a lot of the voters, they look and say, yeah, there's great ones, and then there's great ones. You know. Um, right. And, and so. Taba, like you said, had he run you know, better in the Kentucky Derby, you know, maybe more consideration. I think that kind of hurts him. I think that's kind of his downfall so i think by you know i think by default in a way epicenter gets the win hey bruce always enjoy the visits hope you're uh having a great weekend with the family up there in las vegas nevada and again happy new year we'll talk to you next week can't wait to talk take care mike you bet uh we'll close this segment out with uh bob mazurski you can catch his graded handicap uh in all of the SoCal News Group uh, papers, along with just great coverage uh, throughout the year. Uh, a photographer named Keith Birmingham, he's just, uh, he's everywhere. Delmar Santa Anita, he's at SoFi. He'll be there for the national championship game. And, of course, Art Wilson covering most all the stakes and uh, with a weekly column. Can't say enough about the coverage they're giving us. Hey, Bob, good morning. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you, Mike, and to everyone listening. Uh, your thoughts, uh, you know, on, on the card tomorrow. We don't have much to talk about today because we're canceled, but a good 11-race card, I think, tomorrow. And feature race down the hill is going to be early, race one, the La Cienegas. Yeah, it's a very good card and very competitive races. I'm glad that hopefully the weather will cooperate and we'll be able to run all the races on the grass. It should be very uh, great gambling card, that's for certain. Uh, Phil D'Amato has got three of them in, in that eight-horse La Cienegas. Which way did you go in tomorrow's paper? I went to Amy C. just because she's one down the hill, but I think any one of the three could win. He's got Lady E's first time for, uh, running for him. 
and then Bergu Alley, who I think is probably at her best as a sprinter, you know, so he's got a very strong uh, hand in that race. He sure does. All right, let's get to it. Who's uh, who's your best bet for radio here on New Year's Day? I'm going to go to the ninth race in, on tomorrow's card. I like number uh, four, Harlow Cap, stretching out for Bob Baffert. Thought ran a decent second last time behind, I think, a very promising colt that Mark Latrain thinks fun intended. I think this horse wants to route, and I think you'll see him run his best race tomorrow. So number four, Harlow Cap, 7-2, to two, listed on John White's morning line in race nine. Okay, and uh, Harlow Cap uh, going to get the services of uh, Johnny Velasquez, and as you noted, for Bob Baffert. Uh, big big uh, quarter horse race, the Charger Bar at Los Alamitos. I know you'll be tuning into that tonight, Bob, but uh, you basically focus on the thoroughbred action. Really, really appreciate your graded handicap on all racing days. It's uh, it's great exposure for the game, and I, I enjoy your take on your own morning line as well. We've talked about that. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Uh, like doing it. Uh, we've been doing it a long time, and hopefully, I'll be doing it for a long time in the future. W- one of your uh, longtime colleagues was with us opening day, and and he was back. Uh, well, he was back day before yesterday. Jerry Antonucci, the A. Oh, good. I'm glad he uh, was out at the track. How's he doing? He's doing good, hanging in there, and he's making the occasional trip to the self bet machine. So uh, he's flush, <laughs> you know. Hey, anyway, Bob. Hey, always great to talk. Thanks so much. And uh, once again, you're going with the four Harlow Cap, and I'm looking for the horse. Here it is. Uh, in race nine tomorrow uh, at San Anita at a flat mile on the main track. Have a great day. Happy New Year to you and Amy. Thank you, Mike. Same to you and everybody listening. Appreciate it. We'll step aside one final time on New Year's Day. Coming back strong, Toby Cowlett in South Florida. And take two with Jonathan Hardoon from New York. Don't go away. This is Thoroughbred L.A. Silver and Black play here on AMA 30 KLAA. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Racing fans, Santa Anita's Classic Meet is underway, and there has never been a better time to experience world-class racing and so much more at the Great Race Place, including a wide variety of dining experiences, along with trackside promotions that include dynamic food and beverage offerings, and of course, our infield family fun zone, all at the foot of the majestic San Gabriel Mountains in Arcadia. 
Saturday is the last day of the year, so don't miss out on our New Year's Eve and New Year's Day brunch in the Front Runner, where you can enjoy glass-enclosed comfort with an individual tabletop TV monitor while you enjoy spectacular views and our specially curated buffet. That's on both Saturday and Sunday in the Front Runner restaurant, high atop the grandstand. Fans, don't forget, it's never too late to join the fun and play in our $7,500 online survivor. It's free to enter and play. Just select one horse a day. You can play for free at SantaAnita.com slash contest. Please note, first post time on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day and on through Sunday, January 8th, is at 12 noon. From the tropical rainforests of Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, just visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with jockeys Juan Hernandez and Tyler Bays. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always a accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard west to Pacific Coast Highway and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach. So enjoy it at Sunset Suites. This segment is brought to you by The Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at The Bit. segment thoroughbred los angeles a new year's day edition and again folks racing canceled today at santa anita we're open for simulcast we'll be back open for live racing first post time for 11 races tomorrow at 12 noon let's get to south florida and check in with toby callett toby good morning hi mike hey toby happy new year how are you i'm okay happy new year to you you know, I've heard all the things you guys have discussed on why opening day you know, was such a success, and obviously you've hit on 
all, all the logical points, but I haven't heard anybody uh, comment on the limerick that uh, you put out uh, prior to opening day uh, of how much uh, of an incentive that might have been. <laughs> well, it, well you, you're talking about the radio spot that we did. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's because that had a nil effect. That that's why we haven't discussed it, Toby. <laughs> right. I understand. But at least it makes for a laugh at the end of the show, right? Yeah, I appreciate it. And listen, is is it true? Did you have Guy Lombardo on the phonograph uh, last night? No, no. Oh, okay. I uh, I I was uh, I was actually doing films and glanced up to you know to take a look uh, at the ball drop and. Went back to films right afterwards. Uh, right. No, it's, uh, we're, we're long long past that stuff. But uh, speaking of things of importance, uh, you and John Lindo touched on it uh, early on. Um, it's, it's, it's the same old story that it really matters. Uh, everybody spent all this time for so many years trying to cultivate new fans. The whole key is to take care of those of us that are out there. And uh, you found out opening day, there's still enough of them out there. And, uh, and and they were they were you know the people bet their money on the other tracks that were open as well, and uh, I think uh, we just concentrate on the product that we have and uh, like you say put the uh, put the blinders on and the the uh, the earmuffs on and forget about all the all the crap that's out there. Yeah, uh, we'll be just fine moving forward. It, it's it's an incredibly strong game. You know it has to be. To survive what we've what we've seen in recent years, but I got to tell you, Toby, there were a lot of new people out at Santa Anita on opening day. A lot of new people, and yeah. uh, I know we had operational issues, but I, I tell you what, I, I I saw a lot of people having having a great time, and I don't think they'll soon forget it. I would I would think not. Plus, they got to see Frankie Detroit leap off of a horse. Yeah, know, live live and in living color, not. Not on a British Cup telecast. By the way, I don't look for Frankie to be doing that too often from here on out. It, it starched him pretty good. You know? <laughs> I, I'm sure. Yeah. I, you know, he's, he's getting longer in the two. Yeah. You know, the, the riding colony you have out there right now, is, you know, I mean, uh, it, it's, it's good. You know, you've got uh, if your inventory can, uh, can stay healthy. Uh, you know, a lot, lot of really, really good riders and uh, – and good trip notes to be able to take. Uh, yeah, the full fields uh, always always yield some good stuff because of that. So, uh, uh, hats off to everybody out there. Toby, uh, you've got some good racing today at, at Gulfstream Park. Uh, talk about it. Ten races in all. Yes, um, we've got a couple of uh, overnight stakes, and that's going to lead us to today's radio play, uh, which is race seven. And in race seven, I like the five. Her name is Padma. Padma's a Belmont trainee, the Dalton homebred. Uh, Belmont actually trained the third dam in this family. I'm sure he's very familiar with the pedigree. Um, she wants to go longer. The uh, additional yardage today will be right up her alley. Junior Alvarado takes the call. He's a go-to guy for Belmont. Solid choice. Behind her, we're looking at the sixth incident diamond returning home from the Alcibiades debacle. The three links, who's one of the best Florida beds uh, on, on the ground. And the nine at the crossroads. Five, six, three, nine. We're going to be just fine at the conclusion of today's seventh at Bell Street Park. Race seven, a one-turn mile, the cash run, and Toby says it's number five, Padma. Post time for race seven today at Gulfstream Park, 309 Eastern. Tell us about the website, Toby. Gulfstream Park, all day, all the time, every day they run. Appreciate it so much. Happy New Year and, uh, and good health in the new year as well, Toby. 
Thank you, Mike. Thank you. You bet. We'll finish things off as we most uh, generally do with Jonathan Hardoon uh, stepping to the plate for the second time. We bring him out to Santa Anita tomorrow and take a look at the 10 race card. Where are you going to go, John? We're going to go to 10th and final tomorrow, Mike. It's a mile on the turf, and this selection obviously is the turf only, and uh, all indications are that they will be on the grass, and that's good news because, again, it is a terrific betting card tomorrow out at Santa Anita, and it's the only game in town, so you might as well take advantage. Anyway, 10th and final, I love the number one horse in here, Tio Magico. This is a five-year-old gelding from the field, the model barn. Bobby Gonzalez aboard. Tarati's listed at 6-1 to one on the morning line. Cuts back to a mile today. Since Tomato took over the training, this horse has been nothing but improved with each start. I like number one, Tio Magico, to win tomorrow's 10th and final out of San Diego. Okay, terrific. And uh, this one at a mile on the grass, Ricky Gonzalez for Phil D'Amato. I think I said a couple of times uh, we had 11 races. I, I, I apologize for that. I, I kept I kept looking, Mike. I couldn't find Yeah, him. I'm glad you emphatically stated 10th <laughs> and final. Sorry about that, John. Six of, of the 10 are on the grass, I can say that. So 10 race card tomorrow will get underway at 12 noon. John says it's number one, T.O. Magico, uh, to close things out. dot com. John. Three best plays, $10, full card, $25. Today we have Gulfstream, New York, and Oak Lawn Select. And how is Cyberknife training uh, for that $3 million Pegasus? He's jumping out of his skin like they always tell you. Where's he at? <laughs> He's at Fairgrounds with Brad Cox. Right. That's exciting. That'll be the last Saturday uh, of the month. Yes, uh, we're looking forward to it. So hopefully he goes out with a bang. Terrific. Hey, John, all the best. Have a great day. Happy New Year. And we'll try and get lucky tomorrow. Tenth and final at San Anita, number one, T.O. Magico, six to one on John White's morning line. Have a great day, John. Well, I guess we lost him. I'm sure he will have a great day, whether or not we're going to finish it off with him or not. Uh, anyway, my thanks uh, to everybody inside, and I had the names here, and we're going we're gonna to strike out. Jake, I've got Jake Rich, and he's got a new assistant. I put it on a piece of paper. Shockingly, I lost it. Hey, guys, thanks so much. Happy New Year to everybody out there. Thanks to our sponsors. Have a safe, healthy, happy New Year. We'll talk to you in a week. So long. Such a long time for today. Slow motion riders fly the colors of the day. A bronze man still can tell stories his own You have been listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, brought to you by the all new Bit Tavern in South Arcadia just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. And by Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. You can taste the aloha. The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA30, its owners, or management. Raiders football is less than three hours away here on AMA30, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. This is Sports Center. Happy New Year. I'm Chris Smith. What a pair of college football playoff semifinal games on Saturday. 
Georgia down 14 in the fourth quarter, but they rallied to edge Ohio State 42-41 in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. But in the biggest upset, 13 to TCU rode the underdog status to a 51-45 win over number two Michigan in the Verbo 